What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and thank you for joining me on today's review. This is X-Men in Review. We will be reviewing all the theatrically released X-Men movies. That includes the original trilogy, the quadrilogy from the, uh, the beginner's class, and then you got the Wolverine trilogy, Deadpool 1 and 2, and then finally... The New Mutants. Today, we are here to review X-Men Origins Wolverine, the first movie in the Wolverine spinoff uh, trilogy, and it was supposed to be a, it was supposed to set off a, a bunch of origin movies. It was supposed to be a, a Xavier origin movie, there was supposed to be a Magneto origin movie. Uh, those got combined to make what is now First Class and then Wolverine just ended up doing his own stuff instead of going to that that uh, beginner's class trilogy, quadrilogy, whatever you want to call it. But I just hit credits on X-Men Origins Wolverine, so that means it's time to give it a review. And before we jump into the review, I just want to give a shout-out to our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Lindsay Humble, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Uh, without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. And also, if you want to be one of those supporters on Patreon, if do you want to get a shout-out every single episode, then go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two. Uh, if you support us at the $20 tier, you get a shout-out every single episode. But that's enough of that. How about we jump in to this review for X-Men Origins Wolverine. Now, I've already done the first three movies. I've done X-Men, X2, and then X-Men 3, The Last Stand. I've reviewed all those. You can go check those out if you want. Uh, as of right now, I am doing X-Men in review, and then on the side, I'm doing Alien in review as well. I'm reviewing all the theatrically released Alien movies. That includes the, uh, the Quadrilogy, the AVP movies 1 and 2, and then also Prometheus and Alien Covenant. So you can go check out those reviews as well. Doing both of these series at once. And then coming up in two weeks, on July 4th, we are starting War Movies in review. We are reviewing nothing but War Movies throughout the course of July. I mean, we'll also be having the Alien and X-Men reviews as well. But our main genre series will be War Movies in review. Super excited to do that. I will be doing that review series with my brother Josh, who you can also catch every Thursday night. We review one movie, so catch us on those Thursdays, and uh, I absolutely love doing my reviews with him, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback. It's a great time. Uh, it's a lot of comedy and a lot of dirty jokes, so if you're into that kind of stuff, check us out every Thursday. The, the funny thing is we're about to be in a tropical depression slash storm, whatever, whatever it is now. I, I'm not really sure. I haven't watched the the uh, weather channel. But it's going to start storming here soon. So I need to get this review out the way before the thunder and the rain kind of just absolutely destroys my review. So let's jump into it. Let's review X-Men Origins Wolverine. After seeking to live a normal life, Logan sets out to avenge the death of his girlfriend by undergoing the Mutant Weapon X program and becoming Wolverine. This movie was directed by Gavin Hood, who has directed, I guess, two his two big movies since this one is Rendition and Ender's Game. I've never watched either of those movies. 
This movie had a budget of $150 million and it grossed worldwide $373.1 million. It stars Hugh Jackman, Leave Schreiber, and Danny Huston. It has a runtime of 1 hour and 47 minutes, and it was released on May 1st, 2009. Now it's time for the fun facts. Leave Schreiber refused to wear a muscle suit. Actually, he didn't really refuse it. He asked not to wear a muscle suit. He felt like he was going to feel humiliated by that, and the fact that Hugh Jackman was uh, jacked in this movie, that he wanted to have comparable physique, like legit comparable physique, to Hugh Jackman, so he did extensive training for three months and continued to do so while filming. And then one of the biggest things that happened with the course of this movie was a bootleg copy of the movie was leaked online uh, on March 31st, 2009. So about a month, a little, uh, yeah, about a month before the movie came out in theaters, it had no watermark, uh, unfinished alternate visual effects, and a different font for the credits. It had been downloaded 4.5 million times by the time it reached theaters. I do remember working at the movie theater when this movie came out. And this was a huge movie back in the day. Like It felt like it was one of those huge just summer blockbusters. Uh, you know, May is right when the summer starts for theaters. And it was, just, it was, it was crazy to work at the movie theater when this movie came out. Because a lot of people went and saw this. And I remember liking it uh, initially, uh, but my my feelings have changed over it over the course of many many years. But I thought it was highly enjoyable when I first watched it all those years ago, and I I still I I consider it a just the quote unquote blockbuster movie. Like I, I don't know, it was it, when I was working at the theater that was that was when you knew the movie season had started, the summer had se- the season had started. When that big tentpole movie comes out, that comic book movie comes out. The blob suit went through six months of modifications and had a tubing system inside to cool Kevin Durand with uh, ice water. And Hugh Jackman earned $25 million for this movie. So $25 million out of the 150 budget went to Hugh Jackman. And then the last fun fact, which I did not know this, and it's kind of curious to know how things would change or be different now if this had happened. Hugh Jackman was offered the role of Tony Stark, but he turned it down to do this particular film. So, I mean, just think the ramifications of of everything. Let's say he takes Tony Stark's role. I mean, that changes the MCU like dramatically. And then we don't get possibly the one of the best comic books movies of all time in Logan. We don't get a, another great comic book movie in Days of Future Past. There's just there's so many things that change. And then like, is Iron Man even good? You know, at that point, because I mean, we all know it. Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark at this point. So that's it for the fun facts. Let's jump into my general impressions of this movie, which. I have a lot to say about this movie, uh, so I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I know I always say that, and I end up running 30 minutes on, on my review. I, I do like this movie. as not my favorite X-Men movie. In fact, it's one, of my, it's one of my least favorite. It really is. 
I, I don't think it's a good film. There's lots of issues with it. And but there is some entertaining aspects throughout the course of this movie. I think the pacing is kind of a little bit over the place. It, it'll be like super quick, like time is running out kind of thing, and then it'll slow down to a crawl for for a little bit. I'm like, wow, there's still like 40 minutes left in this movie, and then I look down, I'm like, oh shit, there's only five minutes left in this movie, and that five minutes will take forever. So the pacing is kind of inconsistent for me. Uh, it's not great. Uh, it's not good, but it's not terrible either and i can't say that i just i hate my time with this movie i can find reasons to like it and to watch it but i really when i think of movies i want to watch from from x-men x-men origins is not the movie that i go to in fact this might be like i said it is my least favorite movie it it's going to be down in the very very bottom of my rankings when this all comes comes to fruition now I haven't seen some of the, you know, the first class trilogy, quadrilogy. I keep saying trilogy, but it's quadrilogy. And I haven't seen those enough to kind of put them where I think they can go. But I just, I don't pick, when I want to watch an X-Men movie, Origins is not what I go to. I usually go to the Wolverine, uh, the first two X-Men movies, Days of Future Past, or Logan. You know, those movies. Uh, this one's just, it, it's good. It's just, I mean, it's okay. It's not really good. It's okay. Uh, it's serviceable in the in the way that it tells the story for his origin. Uh, but I wouldn't go so far as saying it, it, it's good by any means. Uh, the CGI is probably the worst thing about this entire movie. This has the most god-awful CGI I have ever seen in a big-budget movie. And I, I know for a fact it's not because of time. Because, you know... Once a movie ages a little bit, you know, you can see better graphics out there. This is not the case. This movie has always been bad as far as as the CGI. It was like the movie came out and then like you just knew the CGI was bad bad then. So, that's how bad the CGI is. The there, I mean there's the classic wire work. I I think overall the dialogue, the writing within this movie is just it's terrible. And then the acting now there's some good there's some good actors in this movie, and they do a lot with what they're given. Hugh Jackman has some some terrible lines in this movie, but he does like like he struggles to to elevate that dialogue to a to a level of like the first two or three movies. You know, he just I, I'm I'm like he's struggling to keep this movie afloat. If you take Hugh Jackman out of this movie, and let's just say it was a different different character i mean obviously that changes the story a little bit but we'll just we'll take hugh jackman out and put a different character different actor there i think that movie changes completely and i don't think this movie uh, is good at any point if hugh jackman is not in this movie i think the the great thing about hugh jackman is over the course of now this is the fourth movie that we reviewed i think he keeps getting better and better as as wolverine now his writing is god-awful in this movie. But his acting in the scenes is is great. I think he's built upon uh, The Last Stand. The Last Stand, I think, is ultimately his best performance so far. But, so far. But I think this is a great... I think he did a pretty good job in this movie as far as playing Wolverine. But 
the the issue is he he had some poor poor writing and some dialogue choices that they they gave him that it just it makes him unbearable at times which is sad because this movie has a lot of potential but the issue with origin movies in general is the fact that I I don't need to know how he gets every little thing. I don't need to know how he gets his jacket. It's kind of like uh, the Han Solo movie where you got to figure out how he gets uh, the blaster. You got to figure out how he does this, how he does that. Like, we get it, dude. Like, some of that stuff can be naturally or organically, you know, presented into the story. But a lot of it is so on the nose that it's kind of annoying and it takes you out of the movie. Like, we're watching this movie, and he's like, oh, try this jacket on. And you're like, oh, really? That's how he gets his jacket? Really? And then the Wolverine tags. Uh, I want new tags. I want to have Wolverine. And then the next second, it gets stamped with Wolverine. And it's like, Jesus, man, come on. Y'all could have came about a different way of of doing that. Like, you didn't even have to tie it to the uh, the love aspect of the movie. You could have just had him named as Wolverine as his code name when he was in that uh, special uh, X-Forces group. Uh, they just called him Wolverine there. I think that would have been significantly better than, oh, I want to be called the Wolverine because my girlfriend told me a story about a Wolverine. Like, it was just, it was kind of dumb. Now, as far as the characters go, I don't really hate any of these characters, but I also don't really like any of them either. I think Sabretooth is one of the best characters in this movie. I think Lee Schreiber, I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying that right, I thought he did a really good job. Like, he looks super convincing as as that role as, as Sabretooth. I thought he did a great job. Like, the dude sold out for this, for this role. And you gotta give him props for that. As far as the other characters, you know, Will I Am's character, eh, uh, Gambit, eh, you got the Blob, eh, eh. and then you got uh, you got Deadpool, eh, eh. I mean, he's obviously better in Deadpool, but it's just like a lot of these mutants were just eh. And don't even get me started on Agent Zero. I absolutely hate Agent Zero in this movie. I don't know if it's the actor, I don't know if it's the writing and and the the plot in which he's in. But every single scene that Agent Zero is in, I absolutely hate it. It is by far one of the worst things about this entire movie. In fact, when Agent Zero shoots Logan's cigar, I'm just I just roll my eyes. I'm like, why, why? This is this is so stupid. It really is. It's just absolutely idiotic that you put that in this movie. And then as far as Wolverine goes, uh, like I said, I think his best performance is is probably the last stand and a lot of that has to deal with the emotions dealing with with gene uh in this movie we don't really get those emotional back that emotional attachment to gene we get the emotional attachment to uh kayla his his girlfriend the issue with the romantic side of this movie is it's all underplayed and kind of swept aside with the quote-unquote big twist at the end I wish they would have just, you know, for better or for worse, killed her at that point. Because then it makes everything that he's doing up to that point worth it. Makes him, you know, get him to adamantium. Makes it worth it. Makes him getting those old people killed worth it. It's just, 
I just think that choice with the big twist at the end that she's actually alive really just undermines the entire story. And then she dies off screen. I know you see her dead at the very end, but she still dies off screen. And then he doesn't even remember her at that point. I think that's just, I think that was poor storytelling. And it's one of the most, it's one of my least favorite aspects of the movie. I wish they would have changed. And then one last thing I want to say about the characters. Uh, Speaking of Hugh Jackman, I think, I think his hair is fantastic in this movie. Granted, it's inconsistent. I think in some spots, it looks phenomenal. I really don't care for the whole, you know, horns aspect, the peaks of his hair, uh, where they try to make it like, uh, like his costume. Uh, I dig his hair in this movie, but there's a few points in this movie where it just, it, I don't know if it's a, like if it was filmed at different points, like he had already been done filming and came back for reshoots and they just gave him a wig or, or what the case is. Uh, but the hair at the end, all froed out, it just looks terrible. But for the most part, I do enjoy his hair in this movie. Uh, Victor, I I just don't like this whole aspect of... Which brings me... I'm, I'm thinking on the fly here. He continually calls Wolverine Jimmy and in the movie. And we never get a clear explanation for this. Victor calls him Jimmy throughout the entire movie. As soon as Stryker comes into the picture and they're at the hospital... And he's telling him he can, you know, uh, or not the hospital. They're at the uh, the lumber yard. And he calls him Logan. And I was like, at at what point did you did you realize to call him Logan? Like, did you just randomly start calling him a Logan? I, I didn't really understand that because they just kind of threw that in there and never explained why he gets called Logan. And I believe it's because of his dad. I'm not entirely sure, but they ne- they never explain that in the movie. I even Googled a little bit just to just to clarify. But for the most part, from what I've seen, they never actually explain why he's called Jimmy and Logan in this movie. Now, I'm going to run through some things that I just absolutely do not like, and it was just stupid in the movie. How about when he cuts the sink in half at the uh, old people's house? He just cuts it in half, brings it downstairs, gives it to the old man, and the old man's just like, oh, just put it over there. Uh, join us for dinner. Uh, we're having a good old time and singing Kumbaya. And I'm just like, bruh, if that was me at the house and you just cut my sink in half and brought it to me in my kitchen, I would be A, pissed. B, how the hell did you just cut my, my sink in half? Like, they ask no questions. And it just doesn't seem real and logical just to be like, oh, just put it over there. Like, it's okay. No, 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 no. It's not okay. You just cut my sink in half. I want questions answered, sir. And the the hospital scene where, you know, he just fought uh, Sabretooth and they open up his shirt and they're like, where's the bullet holes? And then there's Stryker. I'm just like, that whole scene could have taken place at the, uh, the, bar, the bar where he was actually, you know, beaten. All that could have taken place there. None of that had to be at the hospital. It was kind of like a throwaway scene, uh, in my opinion. Like, not throwaway scene, but it was like, they, they changed locations just to change locations. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me at that point. Uh, it was kind of dumb. And then in movies, this is just a personal pet peeve of mine, okay? Personal pet peeve. I absolutely hate it when a character dies and the other character is holding them in their arms. They look up to the sky and they just scream. And then the camera pans up while they're screaming. 
I think it is the most ridiculous thing ever in movies, and it takes me completely out of the movie because that's not how any logical person uh, reacts to someone dying. Yeah, they might they might scream in in pain and the, they're they're sad and whatnot. I get that, but nobody's looking up to the sky, okay? And then the camera pans up with them screaming. It's such a cliche filming technique that I just absolutely just hate. Hate it, hate it, hate it. And they do it twice in this damn movie. Twice. Unbelievable. And then the last thing that I want to mention, and I mentioned it a, a, a few minutes ago about the CGI. I think it's one of the worst, it's the worst CGI in any movie, period. And the I'm going to kind of bounce off that and talk about the action a little bit, and then I'll close uh, this review out. X-Men was never known to be an action franchise in the first two movies. There's some action in them, but I guess it's just a product of its time. Uh, they weren't really huge action blockbuster movies. They had, like I said, they had action in them, and it was in two, they had like towards the end uh, some action, but really in three is really when these movies developed into action blockbusters. There's a lot of action in this movie, a ton of action. And a lot of this action, uh, like, some of it's actually really good action, but it's ruined, completely ruined, by how terrible the CGI is. This is reminiscent of, like, a one of those B-rated horror movies on, like, the Sci-Fi channel. Like, that kind of CGI. It is just, it's god-awful. Like, I, I don't understand what they put their $150 million into if it wasn't into CGI. Now... When I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, God, that scene looks awful. Oh, God, that looks that looks awful. And I was thinking, well, maybe they save it for, like, one big scene. Like, that's where all their money went. But it just all looks bad. So I don't know exactly what they saved it for. I'm not, I'm not completely sure. But overall, the action's not bad. It just looks ugly. It, it really does. Uh, is it better than Last Stand as far as the action? I think the action is more enjoyable than The Last Stand. Uh, it's a little bit more entertaining, but it's still pretty bad. It, it probably looks worse than Last Stand if, if I had to if I had to guess. If I had to compare the two, I would think Last Stand looks better, but it's not as entertaining as, as Origins is. So in closing, I, I like this movie, but it's going to be near the bottom of my rankings when it's all said and done. I just, I don't, I don't, Say, hey, I'm gonna go watch uh, Origins. Well, just one random day. It's I'm gonna watch some other X Men movies before I ever consider this on a rainy day. It is what it is. But you know, it's a part of the series. It's a part of the Wolverine trilogy. Do I think this adds anything meaningful to to the Wolverine character? I don't think so. I I, I really don't. I think they do a better job of fleshing out this character in the Wolverine and in Logan and probably in Days of Future Past too. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But I think they do a better job fleshing him out in those later sequels than they ever do in this movie. And I get it. This is supposed to be before he has all that character development at in X-Men, X2, and Last Stand. I completely understand that. But you know, there's a point where he's where he does have his memories. The whole memories thing doesn't happen until the very end of this movie. So he still retains that old personality, that old memory stuff. So 
it, it, I can't give it a pass on, oh, well, this is before he learns all that stuff, before he becomes the character that we know in, in the original trilogy. That's not necessarily the case because it doesn't happen until the very end of the movie. So I, I think this doesn't really service the, the Wolverine character uh, at all. And was it a pointless movie? Yes, it, it really is. I don't really find anything redeemable about this movie. Like I said, the action is okay, but it's it's muddied and destroyed by terrible CGI. The writing is god awful in this movie. It even hurt. It's so bad that even Hugh Jackman can't overcome a, a lot of it. And then don't get me started on Agent Zero. the The acting is bad at times. Not nearly as bad as Alien Resurrection, uh, which I just reviewed today. Uh, that that movie is god awful with the acting, but this one, the acting is not bad, but it's not good either. So the only thing that I can say that I I truly just enjoyed about this movie is, I'm just a Wolverine fan, and I love Hugh Jackman as as Wolverine. I think that's the only enjoyable aspect of this entire movie. And like I said a few minutes ago, if you take Hugh Jackman out of this and put a different character, a different actor there, this movie does not. This, this movie does not survive at all. And I think ultimately, like I said, it's going to be near my bottom of my rankings. Is it the worst movie? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen uh, a few of these later movies in, in a while. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the last two, three on my rankings. So overall, I give this movie two stars. I think it's it's a below average movie. It's it's not a good movie. It's not an okay movie, and I'm definitely not going to go out of my way to to watch this. Do I recommend you buy it? Well, I mean, you've been up to this point in this review, 25 minutes. Uh, I don't think I've said very many good things about it, but I I mean, if you if you're an X Men fan, a fanatic, and you love Hugh Jackman, you love uh, Wolverine, then yes, this is going to service that that collection of years. So obviously you would go out and buy it. I don't own it on Blu-ray or on digital. I own it on just regular DVD. And that was only because I just, I, I need it for my collection. That was the only reason I needed it. Uh, I actually watched this on Disney+. Plus. In fact, you can watch all the X-Men movies on Disney+. Plus. I kind of just found that out looking for this movie. Because I was like, eh. I really do not want to pay $15 for this movie. And I don't plan on it. So I didn't have to. I got Disney Plus and it's all on there. So go check it out. Disney Plus. If if you have any any idea on whether you want to write, watch this or not. Or, or you're going to like it or not. Then go check it out on Disney Plus. But I think that's going to conclude my review for X-Men Origins Wolverine. Up next is the first movie out of the new trilogy. The uh, I keep saying trilogy. It's the quadrilogy. I don't know how many times I've stopped and started this review to say quadrilogy instead of trilogy, but it's the quadrilogy, okay? The the beginner's class quadrilogy, and we're going to be watching first class. Such a mouthful. Shout out. But y'all let me know what you think about X-Men Origins Wolverine. Is it one of these movies that's so bad it's good for you, or do you actually just really enjoy this movie, and do you agree with me on the fact that this doesn't necessarily... Uh, flesh out the Wolverine character more than it already has. Uh, do you think this was a pointless movie? Uh, you just let me know. Two game podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and drop your 
thoughts on there. Uh, I appreciate y'all joining me for this review, and I will catch y'all next time.